Hello and welcome to the Good Catholic Women After Dark podcast. I am your host today. My name is Pilar. I am from Southern California, mother to three girls between the ages of four and a half and two months. I've been married eight years for a handsome stranger I met on the internet and uh, yeah, faithful Catholic. Um, I'm joined today by my friends Anne-Marie and Lizzie. Go ahead, you girls want to introduce yourselves? Surely. Hi, my name is Anne-Marie. Um, I am from New Jersey, and I am a, uh, I'm a young professional um, for an archdiocese in New Jersey. I am single like a Pringle, and uh, I'm really excited to talk to you guys this evening, and yeah, just live in life. Okay, and I'm Lizzie. I hail from Texas. I am a full-time working outside of the home mom. I have been married to um, my husband, John Paul, for almost a decade now. Um, we also met mm. online, and we ha- currently have two children who are ages 19 months and four next month. Mm. All right, in today's topic, we're going to cover everything dating, dating, breakups, dating as a Catholic, all of it. And we have a whole gamut here we have a single as a pringle and two married ladies so my yentas (laughs) at least (laughs) hope (laughs) yeah you guys have been so helpful to me yeah well I'll talk briefly on my dating experience um so I consider myself kind of a connoisseur of breakups I feel like that's a gift I have I had one boyfriend that I was with for about five years that I broke up with about hmm, five to seven times over that five-year period. And I finally got it right on the last time, and it stuck, which was great. And then, uh, you know, I had another boyfriend after that. Great guy, just not well-matched. Um, broke up with him. And then the third boyfriend I had, it worked. And that is who my husband is. And I am um, I feel like, you know, you feel like it's such a tragedy. Breakups are so terrible. But the small little gift I've been given is I've been able to talk a lot of women out of uh, abusive relationships or just relationships where they weren't getting out of it, what they were putting in. So I feel like I was able to offer people that with my experience. I know Anne-Marie, you're kind of going through something similar right now. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, because I was with uh, my former boyfriend for about a year and a half and um, we, okay. So a little bit of a backstory I know Pilar and Lizzie from a larger Facebook group. Um, And then we, we kind of, uh, you know, joined a smaller group of, of women and it was very intimate. So like we, in that smaller group, we shared a lot of our personal lives and, you know, like issues that we were having and like, you know, toddler messes and, you know, crazy work days So, uh, you know, these ladies have really seen me through practically my whole relationship with with my ex. And um, from the get-go, you know, the two of, you know, like both you two have, both you two, both of you, my gosh, um, have have been Mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, helpful for me to see, like, beyond my scope. Because, like, when you're in a relationship that isn't uh, life-giving or isn't reaching its full potential, um, you, you, you have these, um, these blinders on, you know, like you can only really see what's in front of you and you can't see the whole picture. So, you know, in me sharing, um, you know, the, the crap that was going on 
in my relationship, um, you know, you know, both, both of you have been really helpful, were helpful and are helpful to me um, to figure out like what, 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 what went, what, wow, that is a tongue twister. What <clears throat> went wrong? Um, how to recover from it, you know, like not going back to the old behavior, just like, like plunging forward. Um, I think it was like the day that me and my ex broke up, PLR was saying, join eHarmony right now. Go on, do it. Mm-hmm. And I, and it's, it's what? Okay, November, December, January, February, March, April. Wow, it's five months now. Five months, I still haven't joined eHarmony. I know, <laughs> I'm the worst. But online well, dating okay. sucks. Like, uh, I've heard that. I, yeah, like, I've heard it's a lot different. I, I feel like it's now. a lot different than when we did at PLR. Um, so mm-hmm. you used eHarmony. Um, I actually met my husband through, I think it, I think in 2008, it was, a, it was starting to be a sketchy dating website. I met him through OkCupid and I'm pretty sure, it, oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's a hookup site now. Is it really? Um, yeah, yeah, that one's, that one's, that one's uh, uh, so similar, or no, yeah, but that one. In oh, yeah, somebody. yeah, no, you guys um, from Plenty of it, Fish. It was, oh, it, was, it was still decent when I was on it. Um, and actually, I didn't intentionally sign up for it. Um, a friend, they did, they used to, they used to advertise on Facebook these personality quizzes, which were based on the Myers-Briggs personality types. And a friend of mine, um, who was actually one of my guy friends who attended my bachelorette party, <laughs> it sounds weird but i had a semester of bachelorette parties um because we my friends group at st thomas figured out that if i wore the pink bachelorette sash we could get into clubs the entire group with no cover (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome that's that's a good oh yeah friends oh yeah but um so i did this personality quiz um before I actually broke up with um, the last boyfriend, um, before I met my husband, um, just to do it, and it signed me up, and then I went through, um, the breakup with him was probably about six months, Um, we had been dating for two years, and similar thing with the serial, breakup, get together, breakup, get together, Um, part of the hard part was that my parents really, really liked him, um, but there were, there were some serious things going on, including like substance abuse and his mother was actually, uh, uh, certified mentally, uh, challenged, shall we wow. say, I probably should have taken out, um, restraining orders against both his mother and him. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? Did you tell your parents this and they still, um, them? Th- no. by this you... point, um, they were, so the opposite thing of what people normally do in college happened to me. <laughs> Usually you move out for college, right? Yeah. Yeah. I stayed in Houston for college. And then, um, Wait, my parents, do you mean that like you live like that you lived at home. So the first year, or... so the first year I lived in an honors dorms, um, okay. it was a living learning community. And then I met this guy at the end of freshman year. Um, they really liked him. And then while we were dating, they moved to Peru So it was just, it, it ended up just not being a good situation after that. There was a lot of pressure to do things that I wasn't comfortable with. Um, it was just not a good fit and it took like six months to completely break it off. Um, he stalked me on campus for like a year after we broke up, broke up. It was, yeah. Ew, Uh, Lizzie. It was. What's he doing now? (laughs) 
I sent Anne Marie his business Uh-oh. page. <laughs> well, I sent it to her after the breakup with her ex was finalized. Because yes. obviously Anne Marie has seen pictures of our husbands. She and she's seen the beautiful children that you and I have both had, Pilar. Yeah. Oh, I had geez. to prove to her that she wasn't the only one who <laughs> had a serious relationship with a guy who was not uh, her caliber. <laughs> right, Anne Marie. Oh my gosh. You guys are gonna get murdered by your exes oh, when I hear this podcast. I still have mine blocked on social media, so unless he like finds me through the, the dark interwebs, he'll never hear this. Hey, <laughs> you need to remove Amory. You need to remove your pictures of him. Wait, off I Facebook. did. I checked what? again. He's, They're still up. He's still on I there. Yeah, I, he's still I on there. So, Pilar, the after this, you need to go there. through since you're on the West Coast and comment on every single picture so he gets a bunch of notifications. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna bump him. Oh wait, no, no, no! I can curse on here. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's what? on there. Well, I wonder why. I he's thought that I deleted him. Yeah, he's on there. There's one. Okay, is there at a like a club or something? <gasps> and you're looking at each other so oh, no. lovingly. Okay, okay. So, so don't feel <gasps> absolutely. Oh, excuse me, I threw up. Don't feel absolutely horrible, Anne Marie, because um, it was like two years into being married to my husband. When Facebook memories started, like <gasps> when it pops up, oh, yeah, pictures yuck. kept popping up of the guy, and I was like, nope, delete, oh delete, gosh. delete, delete. So that picture <sighs> that you're talking about, Pilar, so is is a picture yes. that I'm tagged in. You can remove the How tag. Do I do that? Oh, you can remove oh, the tag. Triggered, triggered, triggered. I found it. No. <laughs> can I remove myself? Marie. Yes. Yeah, I'm you removing should. Yes. Myself. Oh, remove yourself from all those because I get triggered when I <laughs> when see, you them. see his so face. it's an act of charity towards your auntie Pilar. <laughs> oh my oh. god! You know what? That's when you know you have a good friend when your Amen. friends dislike your ex almost as much as you do. I like. Oh, that's a good that's friend. And good you know what? Okay, I have a story. My, my I got Henry. Yes, you were, and not that that's important. No, it's not. Uggos need love. <sighs> But you were, and he had so many, I mean, he was, you know, he was real critical right. of you. I, I just, I had, definitely was. yeah, I had a f- one. So that first breakup I had, I had a, a whole army of friends that just didn't like him. And I guess one time a bunch of my friends went out to a bar, they walk into the bar and one, the first friend that walked into the bar saw my ex and she turned around and said to everybody, Abort! Abort! <laughs> and they just all turned around and left. It's amazing. Isn't that is nice? amazing. They, all they, they walked out. They went to a different <sighs> bar. It was so nice. That's that good is friends. very good friends. I know. I wasn't even there. Like, they didn't, they could have stayed. I wouldn't have cared. You know, it's really interesting. Friends, huh? I, I, I think that I'm seeing, like, a friend of mine um, that I used to work with. Um, like, every time that I like talk like that I would talk to her about him I haven't really spoken with her about him in some time and I really try to talk about him in charity you know because like I understand that he's a human being and I understand that you know like he really has issues that he's struggling with and that he needs to you know work on himself but like every time that I would mention his name she would say f him F him, F, F that mm. name, F that name. And, and you know, like, I, I think that, like, uh, many people deal with breakups in different ways, right? 
So there are certain people who will, like, who are able to be friends with their ex right away. People who will Mm -hmm. just, you know, cut off communication and, you know, like, just they won't speak about him at all. Like, the way that I handle breakups is that, like, I, you know, and, and it's, you know, strange of me to say, I guess, because, like, I'm a, I'm a Catholic, you know, but, like, I speak and think ill of the person in order to, you know, like, disassociate myself with them. Because if I start to think of, like, all of their goodness, like, immediately after the breakup, then, like, my heart will tend to, like, gravitate towards them again. I'll see the good in them. I'll give them another chance, et cetera, et cetera. Now, well, now I'm not saying that, like, that, that, that stage lasts for too long because now I'm at the point where, like, I can speak good about him. You know, like, he is a kind person and, you know, he is smart. He is a, you know, like, a very intellectual catholic man but like immediately i was saying f him f him f him <laughs> all over the place just because of the nature of the me breakup. too girl we all were. i think we all but, were you know. oh but, man but, uh you've read uh the book he's just not that into you right pilar yes i yes Marie hasn't but yeah, i know no, no, I, I did after the crazy six-month-long breakup. Um, I just happened to pick it up at a bookstore, just mm-hmm. randomly. So good. But, but I so feel good. like she said, I feel like she wrote in there um, something to that effect. Like, don't try to be friends. Don't just yeah. basically just wipe, wipe yeah. the person from your life because. No, right. You have to, you know, because then, like, especially if you're in a relationship with somebody you know, like, I can only speak to my, you know, two experiences of, of, of seriously dating someone. But, like, you have to just, like, disassociate yourself with them. Because for me, like, I would totally start to think, like, oh, well, there's actually good in him. Well, maybe we should try this again, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It goes down the rabbit hole. And then next thing you know, you're back together doing the same thing that didn't yes. work the first three times. Yep. I agree. You don't like, and like how I said to you, you don't need friends. You had friends before him. Maybe if you had a friend shortage, Mm -hmm. really, but you have friends and you went, you went this long without him being your friend. Just, well, I I can say that um, we're not the closest friends, but like my boyfriend who I had at the end of high school and then the first part of college, um, we had a little bit of a rough breakup as well, but, um, now we're both parents and we've known each other for like 15 years. So we'll still talk occasionally. We swap Christmas cards. Our kids are about the same age. We've got the same interests. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that. Did he come to your, was he at no, your wedding? No, he wasn't. Cause he was actually, um, doing his teach for America in Alaska. Did yes. you invite him? Oh yeah, see that's pretty yeah. amicable. Yeah, no, that's I good. mean the thing is, when we broke up, I was we were both had he had just turned twenty, so we were both still really really young actually. <laughs> so, yeah, he was from high school. Yeah. Said? Was he homeschooled? Yeah, homeschooled. How do you have boyfriends when you're homeschooled? How did you meet a boy when you were homeschooled? You did ag- they, they did ad farm not your brothers. Did- <laughs> I, I, That's I, right. So meeting a boy through my brother who is seven years younger would be kind of weird. 
Yeah. No, actually, actually, uh, mm. we, <laughs> you guys are going to laugh really, really hard, but we met through a homeschool online discussion board that a lot of us who were on it back in the day still refer to as our high school. Hmm. Like it was oh, made, it was mainly yeah. Seton homeschool kids. Um, I was, I did not do Seton homeschool. Um, but, and he actually didn't either. He did mother of divine grace, but, um, one of the one of the big things for us breaking up finally was that um, I did not get into Thomas Aquinas College um, versus Thomas Aquinas courted him because he had a perfect SAT score. Hmm. Is Thomas Aquinas the one yes, in LA? Yes, the one in Ohio. Oh yeah, yeah, that's by my brother. There's also a Thomas Aquinas, well, St. Thomas Aquinas College in is it New York? Uh, there's an Aquinas, there's an Aquinas college in Nashville, Tennessee. That's done. That's run by Dominican sisters. Um, and then there's Thomas Moore college in New Hampshire. That's where Simca Fisher went, I believe. But I like that lady. Yeah. But you know what? It shows you that you cannot stand in the way of love. Like if you don't want your kid to meet somebody, like if you try to keep your kid in a bubble, they're just going to go on. The, not that that's what your parents were doing, but like, look, where did Lizzie have a boyfriend in the, the homeschool chat forum? <laughs> and it was, and it really was, the corners. Old, it really was, well, it wasn't, it's, you guys make it sound scandalous. It really wasn't all that scandalous. Kind of um, and it was a stranger on the internet. Lizzie likes dudes on the internet. I did not meet the last, the crazy guy on the internet though. I met him. See, and. Maybe that's the I problem. I met him. Uh, I actually, when you hear how he uh, how he introduced himself to me, you'll probably be like, "Yeah, you, you should have just run away." Mm-hmm. <gasps> what? Tell us. So he didn't even go to St. Thomas. He actually went to Houston Baptist University. He was uh, he was a Catholic and a graduate of uh, St. Thomas High School here, which is also run by the Basilians. His best friend went to UST and he was spending the night in the dorms with his friends and they had their, uh, the dorm, um, residence life, um, was it an ugly sweater dance, something, or maybe it was an ugly sweater that year, but whatever the winter, um, last hellabaloo in the residence halls was, um, he -hmm. introduced himself to me by asking me for a hairband. Hey now. Did he have? He hair? had blonde hair below his shoulders, and he still has blonde hair below his shoulders. <laughs> Noise. Yeah. Hey, you know what you missed, what Anne Marie? You the the uh, the pickup artist. Do you guys remember the pickup yeah, artist? Pick artist? Oh my <laughs> What's the pick gosh! Artist? You guys, the pickup artist. He was like a show in the two thousands, early two thousands, where this guy would coach other guys and tell them how to pick up was it on and he had on vh1 or was it on mtv no i don't know i never saw it but the reason why i knew about it this was like this is so embarrassing to admit but my boyfriend that was terrible to me would tell me all the stuff he'd learned from the pickup artist like why was my long-term boyfriend watching the pickup artist i don't know episode oh well okay the pickup artist would tell you these techniques. So one of the things he would say was, okay, make sure it's, so he wrote a book too. Make sure that you tell, tell a girl something negative about her and make sure. Okay. And here's another thing you say to a girl. Okay. You have, I wanted to meet a girl tonight that had three great things, a personality, 
great looks and charm. You got two out of three of them, so that ain't bad. Like line for line, these are oh the my words gosh. told these Wait, guys. This is the Wikipedia. Like, Ready for like, this? Pickup artist, self- yeah. self-identified as seduction community or pickup community, yes. is a movement of men whose goal is seduction and sexual success. Uh, with acts with with and uh, Wikipedia, this is wrong. With access to women. Interesting. Yes. And he like had, and then he had these things like you do this thing called peacocking. Oh you, my like, gosh! Dress yes. Kind of, yeah, and you dress a certain way, like go to a bar wearing something kind of. Um, what am I looking for? Lizzie, like, yeah, flamboyant, flamboyant or flashy, just something that's attention grabbing. Yes, and so you'll get attention from girls. Okay, so I was, I don't know how many girls knew about all these dating strategies, but since I had this wonderful boyfriend that told me about them, I kind of knew about them. So, anyways, I broke up with him, just you know, we finally broke up, and I was at a bar downtown. And a dude came up to me and line for line did every <gasps> single pickup, <gasps> like. Like a script. <laughs> and it was, I was like laughing. And I think he thought, oh, I'm really getting going with this girl. I was laughing because I was so embarrassed on his behalf. Well, he, had a sh- he had a shirt that had like a picture of a donkey on it that said like smart ass or something like oh that was his peacock. And he did the thing, the line. I wanted a girl that had burnt, burnt, burnt. You got two out of three of them. So that ain't bad. And you're supposed to wonder, which quality don't I have, you know? Did it to me. I was so embarrassed. Well, I'm oh pretty sure gosh. that's what the ca- I'm pretty sure that's what the uh, premise of that Katy Perry song, "The Peacock," or is Katy Perry's oh, peacock song, right? Oh yes. Does that yes. does that make yes, more sense is. now? <laughs> that is a very. I need to listen to that. But yeah, Anne you missed that wave of well, thank the Lord the because so. I think that I would. It's terrible. Smack somebody. That is so interesting. That is so strange. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I, I don't, well, I'll I'll tell you guys my experience in being in a bar. Nothing happens. <laughs> like, n- like, I feel like there's no interaction with men and women anymore in public. Like, I was in a coffee shop the other day. The other day, meaning Monday. And, like, there was a really cute guy sitting the, at the table next to me. And, like, I was expecting, like, Maybe, like, strike up a conversation. But I feel like men nowadays are, like, very timid. Like, they're very shy. They don't know how to approach women. You know, like, when I'm out at a bar, men don't approach women. Or, like, even with the women who are, you know, like, dressed in a certain way, I'll say. Like, I don't even see any interaction with, like, men and them unless they're in in that friend group. You know, because, like, you'll see in, like, those movies or, like, whatever. Like, you'll see, like, you'll think that, like, men go to a bar to pick up women and, like, women go to a bar to, like, be picked up or to pick up. Like, I don't see any of that, you know. It's like a middle school dance. Well, like, I would hope that it would be, like, like, I I, I don't know. Like, dating now, like, my expectation for dating is that, like, I really don't want to, you know, like, I, I, I don't know, like, uh, these online dating sites are kind of strange because, like, you'll get, like, the weirdos from Tinder or, like, people who just, like, don't answer you on, like, more accepted online dating sites. I was on, like, Catholic Match for some time and, like, they, it, it, it was static, you know? So, like, dating as a, as a millennial is really tough, you know? I, I would imagine really so. Tough. 
I have friends that are older than you that are really struggling. Really? Well, my, like my sister is, my youngest sister is going to be 23 this year. And she said, mm-hmm. guys, she's, she, there was a guy in her um, MBA program. And she said that she was expecting him to ask her out expect, just because of interactions. And he right. never freaking did. And she's like, do they just not know how to ask women out yeah. anymore? Hmm. I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, he he works at West Point, and uh, uh, shout out to you, Randy, if you're listening to this. Um, but he, like, I asked him, you know, like, is it just me or are men very? I I don't know, like, shy or like weaker nowadays, or like they just don't know how to pursue women. And he said, absolutely, you know, like he'll see like men who just like aren't manly you know like and like I understand that that has like a a bit of stigma to it like saying that like a man isn't man enough or whatever but like there is this like like you would want a man to pursue you like I I I I say that especially like as like you know someone who is tired of of working towards a relationship so hard because like in my last Mm -hmm. relationship I worked a lot in in that working to make it work you know like um, wanting to, you know, like, like even force something to work. I don't know. So like now I'm just like, I don't want to work towards anything. I want all the men to gravitate towards me. I'm a shining star. Come to me. That's unfortunate. I wonder why it's like that. What would happen if you just went up to a guy in one of those bars or coffee places, Anne-Marie? Would they think you were crazy? I mean, probably. Like, why is this, why is this chick so forward? Or, like, what's wrong with her? Because, like, I, I've had that, you know, like, when I was at uh, the bakery one day, uh, I was picking up Irish soda bread because it was St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, like, there, there was a long line, and there was this really nice-looking man in front of me, and I struck up conversation with him, and he was, like, like I didn't see a wedding band. I didn't see, you know, like, him with another woman. So, like, I assumed that he was single. And, like, he just shut the conversation down. So, like, I, I think it's hmm. hard, you know, because, like, you want to be friendly and you want to, like, be yourself and put yourself out there. But it's tough when, you know, like, men just don't know how to reciprocate or they don't know how to. I don't know. We should make a challenge where Anne-Marie has to give her number out to one guy a day. <laughs> we'll get, we, 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 we can get old school, frilly Victorian calling cards made for her. Ooh, yeah. something like that. We should just, yeah, like a social experiment where Anne Marie just goes out once a day, finds somebody, gives them her calling card. Why don't so, they give me my, give me their calling card? I want them to give me their calling card. I think you guys should come to New Jersey, and you guys should go. We should just and, play wing women. <laughs> yeah, wing women. Yeah. You know, we do have very cute toddlers, Pilar. She could totally use we them as. Do. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't attract dudes does it it works the other way it does work the, the other way it. it does work the other way there's nothing more attractive than seeing a man you know carry a child or know how to talk to a child is it is it a lot of jersey shore types where you are in marie is that that's the only thing i could think of gym tan laundry um see i tend to i tend no. to think of things like the um uh, Chayam Potok. Um, what? Really? What? So, you know the book The Chosen? No. 
Uh, so it, he's he's a Orthodox Jewish writer, and he wrote, wrote fiction. So okay. that's kind of my, and a lot of things are set in New York and New Jersey. So that's kind of where my brain goes. So like, because yeah, you're you're more sophisticated than me. You your brain thinks of literature. Mine thinks of MTV, MTV GTL, pump, spiky hair overly tanned all those so, like, what I'm seeing recently especially with with like men around my age they're men who who like work in the financial district they all look alike they all oh my gosh like I I made a Facebook post about this like they all go to their father's you know golf club and play golf on the weekends and mm-hmm. love saying that they love brunch and they all wear these shorts and their boat shoes and their vineyard <laughs> vines and with their hair coiffed a certain way. Like they all look the same and like there's just no substance to them. Or like when they do talk, you know, like most of them are like, yeah, you know, like I'm really into my finances and stocks and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is there anything more to you? Oh, and then like, oh, I'm on these dating apps. And one of them is called Bumble. Um, and that's the one where, like, women make the first move. So, like, all of these guys have, have like, the same biography. I love brunch, looking for a dog mom because I'm a dog dad, looking for the <laughs> no, ham to my gym. No. And it's just like, well, like what I is the wrong <laughs> be a dog dad I think you say no because we know you want human babies <laughs> I want all the human babies that's so dumb. oh my gosh it, it, it's just so strange okay. to me but you know what like I think that also there is like when you get out of a, when you get out of a relationship I feel like there's a major pressure to like jump right into a relationship again um to like one to cover up like the hurt that you're feeling to like numb the loss or like to fill the void or like, you know, I'm, I'm like mm-hmm. in my mid twenties. So like, there's this fear of like, well, like I, I, I don't want to be, you know, like starting a family too, too old, I suppose, you know, like then you got to date first and then get to know the person, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that right now I'm in a place where I'm really enjoying my singlehood. You know, I'm enjoying mm. like, you know, going to restaurants on my own or just having downtime on my own. But I think that there's also this desire to, you know, like spend time with another man and like to, you know, experience intimacy in some way, you know, that's different from, a, from just a friend. You know, but I think that, you know, like, especially if, if someone is just getting out of a relationship, like, I, like, I remember asking you guys, like, what is a rebound, right? You know, and like, how, how soon is too soon to start a new relationship? Um, and, you know, like, I think that it's different for everybody, right? Because Pilar, like you, you, you started dating Adam, you know, pretty, pretty soon after you broke up with your ex, right? Yeah, within weeks. Well, and my story is kind of similar. So I finally put the like closure on that horrible um, previous relationship. 
Mm. And then because I kept getting these emails from OkCupid, I was like, okay, let's get on here and see what's on here. And I was on there pretty cynically for like three months. Right. Just like, and I was getting just the bottom of the barrel guys. There was a guy who kept making new profiles. I swear it was the, I Ooh. swear it was the same oh, guy. Because I, I would block him. But he was looking for a green card. <laughs> and his entire okay, his entire A for effort. His entire premise was that um he would be an excellent and just wonderful husband because you know he was European and uh he had gotten all of his wild years out because <laughs> the dude was in his forties. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, he's ready. No, thanks. Yeah. So, so I mean, I was on there cynically. Um, there were a couple of just, like, it just didn't work out. And finally, one night, I was like, you know, I, I know that I'm supposed to be married someday. Yeah. Let's just give this the full effort. So I said, um, because um, I know eHarmony does it on the, uh, on the upfront with um, the personality um matching um you have to kind of do it more yourself or you used to with okay cupid where you're taking quizzes and um then it rates if you're an enemy or if you're a match um i said okay i'm only going to message guys if they are 80 percent or higher as a match mm-hmm. um they didn't have to be catholic they had to be christian mm-hmm. they also had to live within a 50 mile radius of me 50, so huh. 50 Five yeah okay yeah. Um, because, uh, Houston is like 50 miles across. Right. (laughs) Um, so, um, and there were two guys on there. One was my husband. I messaged them both and explained what I was doing. And my husband was the only one who got back to me. And then like a week later, the other guy was, uh, had, uh, changed his status that he was happily engaged. So, (laughs) and then when I, um, when I actually, the weekend that I had my first date with my husband, because um, Aunt Marie, you were ta- asking about um, how to define casual dating. Yeah. Um, that summer, I had done a whole bunch of casual dates where it was like, nothing's expected. We'd just go out for a beer or something simple. Kind of like um, I was noticing on my commute home um, today that there is a, uh, what is it? Coffee or lunch or? Coffee and bagel. Coffee and bagel or something like that. Coffee made it's bagel? just coffee. It was one. It was it's one of those. It was one, one of those. The dating sites for professionals where it's just like coffee or just lunch, just something really. Oh, really oh, oh, okay, okay. But um, so I had done a bunch of those over the summer. Um, just nothing stuck. But the weekend that I met my husband, I had I kid you not three dates in two days. What? I would be so proud. That is so um, awesome. So dun, the, the dun, first dun, guy, dun, dun, the first, dun. so the two, the first two guys were, um, one was a um, master's student. Well, they were both master's students at St. Thomas. One was theology. The other one was philosophy. Um, the theology guy was in my modern philosophy course that I was taking over the summer. And he just, he revealed that his brother was in an SSPX seminary. On that, on our date, and I was, um, they are the, um, schismatic, um, it's a society of St. Paul the 10th. They call themselves Catholic, right? Yes, they're schismatic. They're not Catholic. They are schismatic. What does schismatic mean? 
I'm thinking charismatic. Yeah, you're thinking charismatic. So think of how, um, like, the Orthodox churches are schismatic. Okay. So, they don't um, believe in the infallibility of the Pope. Basically, okay. uh, SSPX believes, um, if I remember correctly, that the St. Pius X was the last valid Pope. Okay. Is that what Mel Gibson yes. is? Are they, okay, he's, they're Mel Gibson yes. Catholics, so wackadoo. Yes. So he revealed that his, his younger job. brother was in an SSPX seminary, and immediately I went, nope, not going further. Bye. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had to see him in class for weeks after that. But, I mean, it was a summer class, so it was over quickly. Right. Um, then the, yeah, then I, the other guy was actually I had a heard PhD that. candidate in the philosophy program for one of my um, – it was debated if he was a good philosophy professor. I enjoyed his class, but he was actually one of his advisor was this professor. And um, I don't, I, to this day, I still don't know why he was getting his PhD at St. Thomas, probably because St. Thomas was the only place that accepted him, but he was a full on praise and worship Southern Baptist. Ooh, weird. And he called me a cannibal <laughs> on the date. Oh, rude. Wait, wait, yeah. Why? Catholic because of being Catholic, uh, and all I could the Eucharist. And, yes, well, damn right, are... I'm a cannibal and I'm proud. That is a great compliment. <laughs> that's and I was true. Like, yeah. So you are acknowledging that it's the body and blood. Oh, so that's confused. pretty much what I said. And then he was like, "Yeah, kind of crazy, right?" And I'm like, "So why aren't you Catholic?" And then he <laughs> gave me literally... a whole big weak sauce answer. Ha <laughs> you dummy. And Anne Marie, are you open to dating non-Catholic? Um, I okay. So here's here's what I think about that. Look, Lizzie did it. It worked. Yeah, great. I, I well, think the thing that... is, my husband was raised Lutheran, and yeah. now he's Catholic. Hey, they're not as close to Catholicism as I thought. Lutherans, no, no. So there's, there's Mm-mm. in the U.S. there are two branches of Lutheranism. So, and my husband was the more conservative, closer to Catholicism Lutheran growing up. But they don't have like saints and stuff. Um, no, don't yes. they call them Apostle Paul? Like oh, Apostle really? Paul. So Martin because Luther's I went considered... to my because they, they I went the... to a uh, Lutheran service like around Christmas time with with my friend from California, and I'm I, I, I'm almost positive that they referred to Saint Paul as Apostle Paul instead of Saint I'll Paul. To, I'll have mm. to ask John Paul later. But I'm... wait a minute, Apostle Paul? Did I say Apostle Paul? Yeah, or maybe just yes. Paul. Maybe they just called him Paul. I well, then that just negates everything you Dang. said. <laughs> no, I think that they do recognize that there are some saints, and I think it has to do with everything. Oh, wait. If I remember, but what it is is that uh, is that everybody something like that. Everybody is a saint or something. That everyone who mm. who who believes in Jesus is a saint. That that we're all saints, which is nice. Amory. I think you should expand your dating to go all the way across the United States to California. Are you saying that Adam has a brother that's available or a cousin that's available that's in California so that we can finally no, be family? No, all, I know, no. Dang it. You're going to have to wait for, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say, wait for, I don't have kids that are boys that you could marry. Because you know how, like, have you seen that meme that's like, hey, if you are single and you're in your 20s, don't worry about it. They're just not born Madonna's yet. Madonna's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, they're not born yet. Because J-Lo's boyfriend's in his 20s. Right. Madonna's boyfriend's in his 20s. Yours just isn't born so, yet. So, to answer your question about if I would consider dating somebody who's not Catholic, I would say <clears> yes. <throat> so, my mom is Baptist. And me and my sister were raised Catholic. 
Um, and I dated somebody, I dated somebody who was Jewish. I dated somebody who was really nothing at all. Um, but I think that what's important to me is that, that my kids are raised Catholic. Um, that's, that's the most important thing. And that, you know, that like my faith is celebrated, you know, um, cause I, I just wouldn't like if I dated somebody who highly rejected, you know, the transubstantiation or like highly rejected that, like, like that Jesus is, you know, the savior of the world. I think that that would be tough because like that is something that I identify with to my core, obviously. So I think that, you know, like I, I, I suppose that it's situational, you know, because like if I end up with a Jewish guy, you know, but he's, you know, lacks about me being Catholic, you know, then we'll have little pizza bagel babies, you know, and like, that'd be cool. I don't get the pizza bagel. Oh, reference. like, uh, she's get, got I'm Italian. an Italian last name and bagels got are a Jewish it. thing. Yeah, you get it? Oh, that's cute, yeah. right? That's not racist. It's cute. No. It seems cute. We'll be legal. It's cute, but if, if you hear that it's racist, then I think it's racist, too. Oh. <laughs> but I think it sounds cute Well, the reason right why now. I say pizza bagel, my, 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 uh, my roommate in college, uh, she calls herself a pizza bagel because her father is Jewish and her mom is Italian and Catholic, so she calls herself a pizza bagel. I love bagel. that. Shout out to Rebecca Gruber. I think that you should expand your dating profile to reach all throughout the United States because then you open up your doors to meeting all different kinds of, like, are you open to moving anywhere? Probably. I think that it would depend. You know, like, my folks are here, and I think that my grandmother will be staying here for some time. Um, until, you know, like she either really locates to Florida or, you know, like she, you know, just stays here. I think that especially for my job too, um, I think that I'll, I'll be staying here unless, you know, like I do something more nationally with the child protection or where I relocate for work. Um, but I don't know. Well, if you get matched with somebody that lives in a different state and they're open to meeting people in other states, they might be open to move. Well, and the other thing is, I I mean, my search radius as far as Texas was concerned was pretty small. But remember, I got married to my husband. He defended his master's thesis at Texas A&M. And then we moved to flipping Indiana two and a half weeks after we got married. And then after our first anniversary, we moved to Hamburg. Where's oh yeah. Oh, See, yeah. you could marry somebody yeah. who wants to move like that, like Lizzie did. Yeah. That's a good point. I Lizzie. think that I would receive the grace in the moment because thinking mm-hmm. about that just gives me sheer anxiety. <laughs> well, and, well, I, well, me too. Well, me too. I was develop my career in Houston and I thought we yeah. were going to stick with Houston, stick with Houston because even though my parents were living in Canada at the time, yeah. his family was here, but it just it wasn't in the cards and honestly, for us, um, living away from Texas for a decade, for pretty close to a decade, actually was probably a big benefit to us as far right. as growing up and really developing um, as a couple. Also, because we got married when we were 23 and 24. So we really did a lot of Jeez, growing up before okay. um, we had kids. 
See, like thinking about so, so you said that you were you two were twenty three and twenty four. My yes. mom was twenty four when she sorry twenty three when she had me. I'm like in my mid twenties, and I'm thinking like I can't even imagine you know being a mom at this point. But it's just crazy how like at that point in time, like you receive the grace to you know do adult crazy things. You know, like being married to somebody or like having kids and like being responsible for another human being it's just so crazy well they waited a while to have kids that's probably why right you guys were yeah but that that, moving around well we were moving around and then i had health fun yeah oh yeah (laughs) well i didn't like the idea of moving that's why i i mean i'm living in the same town i grew up but like i remember being on eHarmony eHarmony, yeah. And one of the, no, wait, it was Catholic Match. On Catholic Match, and one of the guys, I re- was on there very briefly, but I did briefly talk to a man who was in medical school who wanted to join the military. Mm-hmm. And that's just signing up for a life to be moved all yeah. over the place. And I didn't, and I only talked to him on the phone once, and I didn't click with him right. enough. But like, if I had, maybe I would have pursued it right. a little bit more, but. That was such a big deterrent for me, knowing that he was going to be moving all mm-hmm. over the United States or possibly all over the yeah. world. I'm just not like that. Right. But I think now, like I was telling Adam recently, like if you, if I ever became a, or no, I said if I was single, and because now I've been hearing all these stories from single women about how hard it is to meet men, so I like have this plan because because of this hearing about how hard it is to meet men, I have like a reoccurring nightmare that Adam and I aren't married and I can't find a boyfriend or a husband. And I'm like panicking because I don't know what's anyway. So I have a plan in my head. Hypothetically, if I was single, I think I would sign up for eHarmony and just expand it throughout the whole United States and and just date everybody who approached me. And then Adam told me, I am never going (laughs) to die because you have too good of a plan to find a man. I don't have any, I mean, I don't, I, I don't see myself ever remarrying if something did happen to Adam, but if I was single right now, right. I think I would have a very aggressive dating approach just because it's so hard to meet men, first of all, and then cat, faithful Catholic men is even yeah. harder. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I'm so. seeing like where I am in, in Jersey that like, there are either men who are, what is this on the floor? Oh, it's never Uh-oh. mind. Sorry, I'm I'm in my laundry room and I saw like a stray lint that I didn't pick up. I hope that's lint. Is that lint? Yeah, that's lint. Um, so I I I see that like like there aren't many single faithful Catholic men who are, you know, not in the seminary, um, or like who are able to have proper conversation with women because. You know, like, I mean, I'm, I, I'm seeing sometimes that, like, like, like some Catholic men just, like, don't know how to talk to women. Like, they, like, tense up, and they are just, like, super socially awkward. Or, like, I'm just not opening up my eyes, because I did find one Catholic guy that I really can't talk too much about, because it's kind of a scandalous situation, which you guys know about, and he kind of vanished into thin air for proper reasons. Remember the Mardi Gras party? Oh yeah. 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 So, um, so they're just, it, it, it's very interesting. I, I, I think that 
if I were to meet somebody, like let's say like I met somebody on on like a dating app or like through a friend and he lived cross country, I think that it would just depend on the relationship. You know, like if if fuck flew and everything was just like 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 I need to be with you and like distance cannot separate us, Romeo and Juliet style, but without like the, oh. the suicide. You know, like I think that like we would, you know, like that we would have to think about it because like when you find the person that you're supposed to be with, you know, like you don't let distance, you know, separate you. But is aren't there hot guys at mass? Don't you check out the guys at yeah, mass? Yeah, they're all hot, but they're all married or they're uh uh or they're So the go up to the married hot guys <laughs> and be like, "Do you have a brother?" Yo, you are so nice looking, and I know that your wife is right there, but, like, do you have a brother? No, I think I might. Are you... I'm also right now, I, I'm There a we go. There's another topper. dating challenge for her, Pilar. Oh, we're going there, to we're gonna yes. design these calling cards for her, and she's going to, we'll, I'll design one specifically and be like, <laughs> hi, hi, faithful Catholic married man. You're good looking. I'm single. Do you have a brother? Do you have a brother? I think that you should. I really think, and I'm like 100% serious. I think we should do some kind of experiment with Anne-Marie and have her either write a blog about it so she at least enjoys the failures. Like, okay, this is weird, but it's going to be great for my blog. Let's try it out. We could just do a side series podcast. podcast. We could do a side series bonus, like mini series on here. Update. Checking in with Anne Marie at the end. We check in with Anne Marie at the end. How did it go? Who'd you give your phone number to this week? She's gonna get punched though. Someone, someone's gonna have a wife. You're gonna get knocked out. But you know out. what? You have to like say it in a way that is complimentary of the wife as well. You know, like I would never go up to a man and be like, "Yo, you good looking. You got a brother." They like. Oh, so what wow. you do? Like I'm trying so, to find or... like connect with like young men in the area you know like do you ha- have any siblings or any cousins or even directed to the woman do you have I was any say, brothers go up to the siblings? wife and say hey your husband is really cute you did good does he have a brother <laughs> yes i have yes. but have you but the, see in my experience i don't know if jp has a brother he but does but they're both my... taken <laughs> well but are they wildly different like Adam's yeah. brother is very oh, different no, from they, him. He is wonderful, very wonderful, but different in every, oh, every oh, no, way. They are completely different than him. So my brother-in-laws, um, yeah. one of them got married to his high school sweetheart right out of high school. And then the other one does, um, he and his um, girlfriend are both cops for um, Galveston County. So they lead much different lives wow. than we do as I think cops is derogatory. You're supposed to call them popo. <laughs> huh? I, oh, you're trying to no. You're supposed to call them the four one, right? It's a four oh, one. Oh yeah, five zero. Four one. I just know in Texas you can't call them Rangers unless they're officially Texas Rangers. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a thing. Oh, okay, so they're both police. police. Yep, police. Yes, no. Texas Rangers is a real thing. Oh, really? Mm. Yes. So you know that's the Texas Ranger? Yes. Yeah. Texas Rangers are a real thing. Oh, interesting. Like NYPD yes. is real too. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is real. <laughs> well, this concludes our podcast. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Good Catholic Women Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. 
Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. You can also follow us on Facebook page at facebook.com slash GCW Podcast, as well as Twitter at GCW Podcast. All right, I'm Pilar, and these are my friends, Anne-Marie and Lizzie, and we will see you later. Have a good one, guys. Good night. Thank you.